What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim will be trying to bring. We are trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. What, what was that I word? It was inspiration. <laughs> With a little, bit of, a little bit of harmony there. <laughs> I'm trying. These inspirational stories are going to bring the harmony. We got two of them. They're going to be awesome. Tim said he was tearing up over his, so let's hear this. Man, buddy. all right, mine's super short, but I did tear up reading this, and obviously you'll know why. So uh, Jay Hewitt, he is a grown man, and I mean that to the fullest. He is a good father. So he just completed an Ironman triathlon in under 14 hours, but check this story out. So Hewitt, at 39 years old, he said he first saw this Ironman race on TV in 1989, you know, the year we were born. Um, he recalled thinking to himself, man, they have to be superheroes or something. Like, there's no way anybody's going to get this done, right? <laughs> He's like, it never crossed my mind that I could do anything like that. But in 2015, his daughter was born. And he remember after holding his daughter, for some odd reason, that triathlon race popped in his head. And he said, you know what? Whenever my daughter's 10 years old, I'm going to complete that race, and I'm going to show her that she can do anything she wants. So that's exactly what popped in his head. I, I can relate to that because I know when my daughter was born, all kind of random things are popping in my head to inspire her, to want to inspire her. And she was like a couple minutes old. You know what I mean? Now, in 2018, fast forward three years, Hero, our hero is the daughter, I apologize. Hewitt went to the doctor and he ended up finding out he was uh, diagnosed with a terminal brain cancer. So he had to start training a lot earlier than he thought. Um, he actually started his first day of training August of 2019, and it was also his first day of radiotherapy and chemotherapy. Um, he, it was terrible for him. He said he was training every day, but his body was just shutting down, but he was still trying to push through. And then due to the pandemic, Ironman had to cancel all of their 2020 events. So he was devastated. I'm doing all of this training. I know I don't have that much time. I need to motivate my daughter. Now, Hewitt ended up getting in touch with the organizers for the Ironman, and they ended up starting an Ironman virtual reality race, just like most road races throughout the country. You can run on your own, create your own map, and we'll count it, we'll send you in your medal and all that good stuff. Well, he ended up getting a hold of them, and they ended up creating a course in his hometown. This course was all throughout his town. It was a 26.2-mile uh, run, 112-mile bike, and a two-mile swim. And the finish line was right there in his driveway with the official triathlon finish line. Finish line set everything up. So he was like, you know what? Even though I'm going through all of this, this is my opportunity. I still have to do it. So he gets up, he trains, and then it's race day. He said, you know what? I got this. I'm going to do it. I'm hurting, but it is what it is. He gets up and he starts his race. And he says his digestive system started shutting down while he was running. Anything he would drink, any nutrients he would take, it just wasn't going in. He kept wanting to throw up. It hurt so bad that he ended up throwing up multiple times throughout this race. He wanted to stop. But during the marathon, the last part of the race, he kept thinking, you know what, I have to get home to my daughter. I have to get home to my wife. I have to get home. Now he's running. He sees his house. And when he sees his house, he sees over 100 people standing out there cheering for him. He sees his daughter and his wife holding up the finish line signs so he can cross it. He ended up running, grabbed some flowers while he was running because there was people holding flowers to give to him and stuff. Grabs him, crosses the finish line, gives him to his wife, and gets down on a knee to his daughter. And he tells her, this is where I cheered up, of course. <laughs> Um, let me read it up here. I didn't have much energy, but I gave my wife a kiss, handed my wife and daughter flowers, and got down on a knee to say to Hero, if I can do it, you can do it. Dream big and never give up hope. I got to tell her that it was really hard for me, but I had thought about coming home to her and that she had given me the strength to finish. 
to me, whenever I read this, this man that set a goal to do in 10 years, he got it cut by a third. Hey, you have to do this now. And he decided to do it, and he still had enough he still had enough in his heart to process everything that was going on and to make sure that he was inspiring his daughter, what he set out for at the very beginning. He went through all that hell, all that pain to make sure that his daughter knows she can do anything. To me, that's an ultimate man that's super inspiring as a father because I hope I can get down on my knees and tell my daughter something like that one day. I'm tearing up again, man. Ugh, let me get it together. All right, I'm good. <laughs> that is a really good tearjerker. It got also, me. Also, he didn't start training until he went through treatment with brain cancer. Like, how are you doing anything right now? Exactly. How do you want to do anything but lay there and be depressed? And that's what's so awesome about this story. He didn't. He, he knew he had an, so a bigger he, purpose. So the Ironman is the swim and the bike, right? It's the swim, the bike, and the run, yeah. Two he miles, did that too? Swam for two miles, biked for 112, and then ran 26.2 miles, all under 14 hours. Oh... Wow. It's not a race to play with. That's why the <laughs> Iron Man, we've talked about the Iron Man so much over the years, at least one story a Dude, year. I did that with brain cancer. Man, while going through therapy, while chemotherapy. Training. Shout out to you, sir. Shout out to you. You're a great father. You definitely inspired yeah, me today. Yeah, his daughter's never going to forget that. Do sabes. And then he's going to have stories like, she's going to have stories like this, where it's like, when she gets older, she's going to really understand it. Tearjerker. <laughs> Tearjerkers with Tim on Inspirational Monday. I needed that one. Or Inspirational oh. Friday. Oh, yeah, Inspirational Friday. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, we're putting that out Friday because we have a special one Monday. Do sabes. Get your days together, JP. <laughs> Before we get to my inspirational story, I got to follow that up somehow. We have audio meditations where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, you often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Random inspiration. I know it's on theme for the episode, but uh, I was at work. One of uh, the stores that I, I work at, and uh, I was inside talking to one of my coworkers, and he's usually like down and out, mad about something, upset about something, but he came in with this newfound energy, and it was kind of like you know what, I'm tired of feeling bad for myself. I'm going to get it this year. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm coming in every day with good energy. And he was just like on one. It was so it was so inspirational that the energy that he was trying to give, what he was talking about, everybody started feeling it. I started getting chills and stuff. I'm like, man, let's go. I walked out of the store smiling. So for me, it was just kind of like, you know what, I remember working a little bit harder that day because I was feeding off of his energy. So yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for random inspiration. Shout out to Leo. Yeah, give positive energy. It's contagious. Oh, that's a fact. That is a fact. That's one thing I learned this year so far. All 10 days in or so. <laughs> 12, 15. <laughs> Something. I feel in. like that wasn't even close to today. It is not the 10th, my man. You were way off. Dude, it was the 10th a few days ago and I didn't even know it. I was like, yo, I thought it was like the 4th or 5th. What is going on right now? Yeah, I, I don't have the days together. Tim doesn't have the days together. <laughs> we're working too hard, man. It's all good, though. I am grateful for good people in your life. If you have the wrong people around you, you'll never get anywhere. If you have the right people, it's going to feel like heaven. Yes, sir. Even when you're going through hell. <laughs> that is a fact. So shout out to having good people around you. My inspirational story is about a tourist that ended up changing a whole country. I'm ready for this one. Let's go. So his name is Peter Lowe, and he was in Taiwan, March 2020. Pandemic. Right happens. at the beginning. We just talked about that. That's wild. <laughs> Pandemic happens, and he's like, oh, everything's shut down. I can't go home. 
he's like, I'm from the UK. I don't know anyone here. I should go out and get some exercise. So he's in this Taiwan city and he goes out. I can't pronounce the city's name, so I'm not even going to ruin it. And he gets a canoe, he rents it, and he starts canoeing. And when he starts canoeing, he's like, man, this place is beautiful. But he's noticing trash everywhere, all along the river. And what's crazy about the trash is he says, he's like, this place could look so much better. Why do these people accept trash in their city, in their river? And so what he started doing every day is he would get a canoe, ended up buying one. He started picking up trash off out of the river. As a tourist. As a tourist. And other t- like people that live in Taiwan started noticing him doing this every day. And they're like, why are you doing this? He's like, y'all don't see the trash in your river? And the other, so people who live there work on the river every day. It's like, yeah, sometimes you need an outsider to give you a, like a new perspective on your own life. Facts. And so after him doing it for a few months, he gets a few other people start doing it, right? So they start cleaning up stuff. They do this for months. Come December, like this is like month nine. It's wild. <laughs> the government is like, oh, these people are out here cleaning up every day. Maybe we should help. So they interview him. They interview him and the people that have been helping him. I'm like, oh yeah, this is why we did it. We just want to clean up the city. And they come out and they're like, yeah, we should. We're gonna help you. They start a whole new citywide, countrywide commission that get people, government workers, to come out and clean the uh, waters every day. So they went from he went from being Peter Wall went from being trapped in Taiwan doing one thing positive to help out in not even his community, inspiring others. And now the government is like, yeah, we're gonna have people out here do this for you because we don't want tourists and random people like other citizens to do this that's our job we should do that so we ended up changing a whole country he made them step up you know why i love that story so much and it's not what i think you might think i kid you not we focus on our own communities on this podcast we talk about hey you can help your own community you can find a way this man wasn't in his own community I think that's so dope. And it was like, in a whole different part of the world. Exactly. And he still was able to find some positive and be able to create a, a, a more positive just community, just a more positive attitude towards everybody there. They're ready to clean up. Man, that's amazing. They're ready to clean up their own house, basically, because somebody came in and was like, here, I'll help out. Every day, nine months. Could you imagine if we did that outside of our own comfort zone? If we were, we're from the southwest side of Oklahoma City. If we decided to go to the northeast side and volunteer over there. Maybe we can get some of them to come down over here and volunteer over here. And then all of a sudden, we have a bigger community. That's inspiring to me, for sure. Shout out to JP with that fire story today. Shout out to Peter Lowe, doing the right thing. Ooh, Savas, man. That's awesome. That's what these stories are about. They're supposed to get us thinking, get us inspired to do more. Absolutely. Hopefully, they inspire our listeners to do awesome things. Do you have a quote to inspire them before we get out of here? Absolutely. Winners are not people who never fail, but people who never quit. Quotes by Tim. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon, where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money, and we donate it every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. 
and whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.